Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. Good morning. It's 831, and this is Coffee Break on News Radio 95 KCAP. Troy still out of the office on some personal business. Hopefully, we'll have him back by the end of the week. And I am conducting Coffee Break this week, and today we have Dr. John Seck, the Carroll College president, on the line with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Kurt. How are you? I am fantastic. Uh, you know, at the end of the year, <laughs> I think many of us are down forward to, the, to this. <laughs> I know. We're down to the final couple days. It's hard to believe. Yeah, it is hard to believe. But as we look back, Carroll College really had to pivot this year like a lot of uh, businesses, academic institutions. But, but you, you guys seem to have uh, pivoted very well here in 2020. I mean, you start off the year looking forward to everything going as planned and, you know, you got sports on the lineup and everything ready to go, then everything kind of changed. It, it was, it was pretty amazing what happened and, and what we dealt with and, and how quickly it all happened. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm just so impressed with the perseverance, the dedication and compassion that our faculty and staff provided. They, they just simply would not give up. Yeah, so 2020, as you said, pivoting very quickly. I mean, you go from uh, having all those students on campus to sending them all home and making remote learning. And I guess you found out very quickly that uh, your staff really pivoted into that with uh, flying colors. That was pretty pretty amazing. We we had literally less than three weeks in order to uh, make some some significant changes. As you know, as our listeners know, um, Carroll College is noted uh, really regionally and nationally for its in-person uh, college experience that it provides its students. And so, our faculty and staff literally had less than three weeks to convert every single course that was taking place this spring to wow that happened quick today <laughs> i guess we're gonna have to try to connect with dr sec here uh again because uh, we're having our phone gremlins going on this morning i do apologize for that if dr sec is listening to us out there i apologize and i guess we'll have to uh try once again to reconnect with him this morning uh, when things happened in 2020 and it's like uh, everybody else but you guys uh, like I said really really did a fantastic job yeah as, as I was mentioning uh, previously our, our faculty and staff really had about two weeks to convert every single course uh, that we were offering in the spring to an online uh, remote delivery environment and they did it. Uh, on March 23rd, uh, last uh, spring, we, we moved the entire college online, and uh, uh, they did a fantastic job. In fact, uh, I'm proud to say that I did not receive a single complaint from any of our students about the academic quality. So I'm very proud of uh, the work our faculty and staff did, and also proud of our students uh, for how dedicated they were in finishing the semester. 
And uh, I guess, was there a positive that came out of this? Did you find that maybe uh, you can offer more courses now through Carroll College because you can do it so smooth, seamlessly uh, online? Well, I'm having phone gremlins everywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Yes. Okay. Well, Dr. Sack is back with me. He called right back. <laughs> I must have hit another button on my phone. <laughs> Live radio is a great thing. Did you uh, find a, a, a silver lining in this going online? Did you discover that now maybe you could offer more courses over at Carroll College because you seamlessly moved into this uh, remote learning? Absolutely. In fact, uh, we did it, and we did it so well. Um, um, uh, I, I believe that we do have confidence that we have the capability uh, to, uh, to offer more programming in a remote delivery way. Um, in fact, we have a, a new uh, program that we're launching this fall, which is uh, a Master's of Social Work, which is preparing students to be licensed clinical social workers, which is in very high demand right now. And uh, that's going to be a hybrid program. So the students will come to campus for two weekends a semester, but the rest of it will be done via remote learning. So we'll be able to serve students everywhere from Billings to Kalispell to Spokane, you name it. So um, we're pretty excited about that, and, and so I think it, it enables us to to really expand um, the Carroll College footprint, um, and particularly in how we're serving working adults um, who want to come back and retool and, and prepare for a new career. So it's, it, that was definitely a silver lining. And, and despite the COVID-19 pandemic, I mean, 2020 had some big accomplishments for Carroll College and in, in, uh, in things that uh, have happened over there. Absolutely. We were very proud of the fact that for the 10th year in a row, we were named uh, the number one regional college in the uh, uh, western states, uh, 15 western states, which I might add includes Texas. Um, we were the number one regional college, and that was our 10th year. And what was exciting about that is no other college has been able to maintain that designation uh, top regional college for 10 consecutive years in the U.S. News and World Report. So not only was it a great year for us, but we broke a national record in doing so. Yeah, that's a, a great feather in the cap of a small college. I mean, it, it, what do you have, 1,500 students over there or just about? Yeah, we're, we're, we're in the, the, the 12 to 1,300 range uh, if, you, if you include all the part-time students. Um, so, you know, Carroll College has always been, been small but, but very, very quality. So, you know, our, our students go on to do some amazing things. In fact, uh, if, if, a, if a prospective student is interested in becoming a medical doctor, there's really no better place in the Pacific Northwest to go than Carroll College. We have a 20-year a uh, acceptance rate in the medical schools of 85-plus percent. The national average is about 41 percent, so it's pretty pretty amazing. At Carroll College, was, was that, um, you know, a... I want to say, was that a blessing that you were such a small college when you had to pivot to this remote learning and move things so quickly that you didn't have a, a huge student body to be uh, trying to contend with? 
think that's a real advantage of being a small college is that we're able to move fast and uh, make decisions very quickly. And, and one of the decisions we made in preparing for fall semester was to test all of our students upon return in August. And, and another decision we made is to move up the fall semester two weeks. So um, that meant that we were able to finish the fall semester the day before Thanksgiving, which I think was really good. And so by, we set up tents on the campus so we could test all of our students and when they arrived in mid-August. And, and then I had a team member actually fly to Denver. We were having the tests developed in the Denver area. And uh, so I had a team member fly with a suitcase full of these tests. 1,300 guests, and uh, the lab in uh, the Denver area actually processed them in less than 24 hours, and so we were we were able to identify at that time about seven students who were positive but had no symptoms, and we were able to immediately put them in isolation, do contact tracing, and so what we did is we established a bubble early on, and that bubble helped. We had a, a you know, a test of the bubble in uh, about mid-October, but we were able to identify where the, the new positives were coming from through testing and, and isolate and quarantine those who were in contact with them and, and reestablish the bubble. And you know what? That bubble held all the way till Thanksgiving. Uh, one of the things that we offered our students right before Thanksgiving was a free test. So, you know, they wouldn't go home and infect um, a member of their family. And we had about 500 students or so uh, tested and very few, um, uh, very few uh, came back positive. So that, that told us right there that our Carroll College bubble had held. Yeah, that bubble, it's, uh, it did keep numbers down over at Carroll College uh, for this uh, spring semester. And uh, the plans are still the same as you move forward into the, into the coming semester? Absolutely. We are, um, so our students went home at Thanksgiving. They come back um, around January 18th. And so what we're asking them to do is to quarantine at home for two weeks before they come back, uh, get a COVID test at home, and uh, if they're negative, then come back to the campus, and then we're, we're gonna do it again. We're, we're gonna test everybody again when they come back, and uh, and then if anybody is, is positive, we'll do the same thing. We'll isolate them, do the contact tracing, establish the bubble, and then I, the, the key thing for spring is just to maintain that bubble you know, let the students know that this is kind of like running a marathon. I mean, I think this spring we're going to be at about mile 21, 22. <laughs> and they just need to finish this marathon. They don't need to break a speed record, but they just need to finish it. Because I think once we get to fall, it's going to be a different story uh, with the uh, immunizations coming out. And, um, you know, I think we're, we're still going to have some cautions in the fall, but I, I think it's going to be totally different than... And, of course, you're going to have some uh, sports to throw on that, though. But you've, you've experienced that with basketball and, and other things happening already, and that seems to have worked out well for you as well. It, it's worked out really well. We, uh, as you know, we are a part of the Frontier Conference, and so uh, the Frontier Conference uh, colleges and universities establish safety protocols for all students 
students in athletics, and uh, um, we, we've been following that, which includes testing before games, testing after games. And as you know, there's been a, a few games that have had to be canceled due to a, a team member, uh, uh, either on our team or the opposing team, testing positive. But we've been able to deal with that proactively. And, um, you know, we want to follow, or we will follow those same protocols uh, as we get into spring, and including, you know, obviously football. Football is going to be a big one, and uh, the same protocols will be in place for football. As you know, um, no fans. We're not allowing any fans for for any any of the games until, until we have permission to do so. All right, so uh, that's just part of what we look forward to in 2021. We're going to be coming back with Dr. Sek, uh, Carroll College president, and have more on Coffee Break right after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. And we are back on Coffee Break. Dr. Sek from Carroll College, the president of Carroll College, on the line with us this morning on my uh, speakerphone, <laughs> my cell phone in the uh, studio here due to some phone problems. But well, talking with him about 2021, boy, you had some great accomplishments in 2020, but it looks like you guys are not slowing down. You've got a, you've got a whole program, what's it called, Realign, Reinvest, and Reimagine Our Future. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, like every college and university in America, COVID-19 impacted Carroll College, and we could see the impact uh, uh, to us uh, was going to be about $2.5 million this year, uh, just like many uh, institutions around the country. And so beginning in June, I created a Realign, Reinvest, and Reimagine Our Future team comprised of faculty and staff to come up with recommendations to address this projected shortfall, as well as ideas for growth and innovation. And over the course of that six-month period, um, we made some difficult decisions, and uh, we presented our Board of Trustees Finance Committee with a balanced budget to the penny for next year, which I felt was very important and very, very key to the future of the college. More importantly, we did uh, present a plan for growing Carol to help us support um, our foundation, uh, which is undergraduate liberal arts education. Some of, the, some of the developments include this May, we are launching an accelerated nursing program, which is designed for people who already have their bachelor's degree but want to return to school to become a nurse, and they can now do it in 15 months. And as you know, uh, with COVID-19 and the impact on health care, uh, the demand for new nurses is, is not going to change anytime soon. In fact, uh, uh, our graduates in nursing uh, have a job uh, often before they even graduate. 
Americans are in the 60,000 range and, and have progressed very, very rapidly after that. Another new program we're offering starting this fall is a Master of Social Work program, which is designed to prepare licensed clinical social workers. Um, that area is in high demand across the board, whether it's working with physicians, working with hospitals, working with schools, um, uh, you name it. So uh, we're very proud of that. And then one of the other aspects of the uh, plan was uh, to develop partnerships, both locally and nationally. And uh, <clears throat> a good example of that involves our planning with the University of North Dakota to develop an electrical engineering 2 plus 2 program here uh, in Helena, where the students can take the majority of the program uh, without leaving town. So uh, we're working on that. We're also working on developing um, additional uh, co-admission agreements and transfer agreements with area community colleges. Uh, we, we did so right here in Helena last year with Helena College, and now we're expanding this year to include all of the, the community colleges and public two-year colleges in Montana, northern Idaho, and eastern Washington. So it's, it's going to be a very, very busy spring for us. Yeah, the, it's pretty exciting news. Things these collaborations are a great thing where people can get a part of their uh, part of their degree here at Carroll College, move on, and everything transfers with them, and they can complete their degree. Absolutely, um, and you know, a, a Carroll degree, as you know, has a high level of currency. Um, students who have a, a degree from Carroll College behind their names. Uh, are, are just looked upon in, in a different way. They're very well respected, and, and I think part of that is that <clears throat> based in our, our liberal arts foundation and that people know that students who come out of Carroll are good um, uh, critical thinkers, they're good problem solvers, they can demonstrate empathy, um, they're good at oral and written communication, um, they have a, a firm grasp and understanding of ethics and what that means in the workplace. Um, so, you know, we're very proud of that. And you should be proud of, I was, you know, Carroll College has a number of graduates working in the nursing program and in the nursing field here. And I see with your, uh, with your accelerated nursing program that that number is probably going to rise here in the, in the coming years. Absolutely. We, we already have about 215 students in our nursing program. We are the second largest nursing program in the state of Montana. It's been around uh, for about 75 years, and um, the accelerated nursing program, you're right, is going to help us grow that um, significantly, which we're very proud of. Uh, <clears throat> the demand for nurses is not expected to abate for uh, probably the next 15 plus years, so it's, it's a great um, helping occupation for, for students to consider. And you have a great graduation rate over there for the uh, for the nursing program. And five hundred was it five hundred forty five current active registered nurses from Carroll College out there in the workforce? Yes, we uh, uh, checked in with the state board of nursing to find out how many licensed registered nurses are Carroll grads in Montana right now, and it's five hundred forty five, which is incredible. And you know, if you if you look at other occupations in the health field. Uh, the number of physicians 
who are uh, Carroll College graduates in the state is just phenomenal. In fact, my personal uh, family practitioner here in Helena is a Carroll College graduate. So, um, you know, we're, we're, whether it's physicians or accountants or attorneys uh, or engineers um, or, or business accountants, uh, you know, Carol, Carol does just such a fine job in, in preparing people who are really key and essential for the foundation of, of our economy in this state. And uh, they get to stay in Montana, which is a plus for everyone in Montana. Yeah, and what's, what's really exciting, obviously, Carol enrolls a good number of students from Montana, but we also bring in a good number of students from outside of Montana, places like Washington, Oregon, Idaho, uh, California, uh, Colorado. And what we love is that five years after graduation, about 72% of our graduates are working in Montana. They fall in love with Montana. They want to stay working here. And as we uh, talked about earlier and the pivoting back in 2020, you know, Carroll College, uh, very famous for putting people out there in helping fields. And that really showed up when things kind of went south here last spring. Your Carroll students jumped right in and started taking care of the community. You know, I was so proud of our students. We had about 200 students for one reason or another uh, finish spring semester on campus in a very safe way. And a group of those students formed an organization called Carol Cares. <clears throat> and basically, it's a student-led organization that was designed to help <clears throat> primarily the elderly, the shut-in, um, people who, um, you know, couldn't get to the grocery store, couldn't get to uh, filling a prescription. Um, and these students worked with them to help them get their groceries, help them get their prescriptions, uh, shovel their walk if it snowed, and, and did so, you know, with, with, with free of charge. I mean, help. No, no compensation expected. So um, it's it's really, it, it was just heartwarming. And then we had another group of students who knew that the um, elderly were shut in in uh, nursing homes. And, uh, you know, and so they would gather in the lawn outside the nursing homes and hold up, <coughs> hold up banners and uh, just let them know that they were thinking of them I guess that just goes towards what you, like I said, you put people out there in helping fields, and it's kind of the uh, quality of people that get recruited and come over to Carroll College. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's it's about just our faculty and our staff and our students all working together to rise above the, the challenges that this pandemic uh, put in front of us. And, and I'm just so proud of all of them. All right, 2020 winding to an end. When are you uh, inviting students back to campus for the next semester? So students will start school on, on January 19th. Uh, most will come in the day before on the 18th. And, um, and then school will run through um, the second week of May. <clears throat> so we are, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to reestablish the bubble and uh, maintain the bubble. We're going to be encouraging students not to leave campus um, at all during the spring semester. Um, we've really we've broke up 
they're going to have uh, a day here and a day there uh, so that they can get a break. But we don't want students running off to uh, Cancun or, or Florida <laughs> during spring break. We want them to stay here in Helena and, and keep our bubble uh, going. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.